Ahoy, son. Yo, what's up? What up, everybody? How you doing? I'm Dave Landau. Cord Black Garrett. And that's Angela. Hey, it's me. Angela. That was good. Thanks. <laughs> Perfectly I don't even know what done. to say. Okay. A hearty Thanks. hello. <laughs> uh, welcome back to another episode of Normal World. Uh, before we get started, just letting you know, I'll be at the Funny Bone in Omaha, Nebraska this weekend, so come out. I'm going to be with Matt McClowry. You know him. Ben and Shapiro. Also, and yeah, he played Ben Shapiro on the episode the other day. And uh, before that, or not before that, we have already said it. <laughs> We've said it already. We were chatting and having a good time, then it all stopped so we <laughs> could start, start the, the show. show. Uh, please welcome a comedian. He's got way too many credits to really name. Please welcome Eddie Ift. Hi. Hi. Thanks, man, for being on the show. Yeah, I'm the best off-air comedian in the world once once it turns on. <laughs> dead. Dead. We were having a great time. Before. Yeah, it was really good. Before yeah. they said... Sorry, I had to kill that. We're on. Yeah, you killed our vibe. <laughs> like, we're not recording any of this. You just so. take it personal. I, yeah, I, I, I don't blame me. I blame the people that produce. <laughs> It's your, it's your fault. You Directly should. pointing like at Somebody Angela. started counting and asked me to be quiet. <laughs> now I'm just going to pout the rest of the episode. <laughs> I guess so. So I say, are you a Jason L. Dean fan? Uh, he wrote a song called Cry This in a Small Town. Well, I don't even know what's going on with that. I've, since I, I've been happy lately mm-hmm. because I've stayed away from the news for like That's the, the last. I've been, I've been living on a lake for a month with, awesome. with my wife and kids. We do it for a month every year. And I literally don't know what's going on. You guys gave me the topics, and I'm like, well, I have no idea. I mean, you're not drenched in news politics all day long, every day? <laughs> what, 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 what are you, are you doing smiling? with your life? What is that? Is there a connection? <laughs> why Why am I your guest? Yeah. What the heck is this? <laughs> it's, let's let's get a guest that knows nothing. <laughs> That's okay. We're two hosts yeah. that know nothing. We just pretend. <laughs> there you go. What, what's going on with Jason Aldean? I see he's in trouble for something. Yeah. Well, not really. He's this pandering con- uh, dipshit. <laughs> I mean, first of all, who is, J- who is Jason Aldean? Uh, the country music singer. At first, we were like, "Look, he's I've never heard to say of. what he wants." Where he put out a song where he's like, "Don't try this in a small town," which was essentially like the riots in 2020. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Come to a small town and try that." So people made like memes of like Rittenhouse and like Pia. They already did, I'm you know. In a small town. And then you realize that this guy's just kind of pandering to get, you know, like, "Oh no, I got banned from CMT because that's what happened." CMT said we can't play your song, which I'm sure they were just in, you know, cahoots with him. Mm. We're like, yeah, we'll just play it on other rebellious platforms like mm. everything else. <laughs> Every <laughs> other music platform. You can get it. I didn't realize that CMT was still around. I thought, I thought that they had played music. I thought they just played like old reruns of Dallas and stuff. You thought they left yeah. with MTV and NBC? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. VH1 yeah. and Fuse. Remember NBC? I do. I remember them. I remember wanting to be on it when I started comedy. Yeah. And that, that dream just, I didn't have it after. I, I get offered left. everything after it's over. Yeah. You know, like I, I was at a meeting once at Esquire magazine. Remember when they had a TV channel? Yeah. I was in a meeting there to pitch a show. And uh, during the, before the meeting started, the guy goes like this. He goes, before you start, before you start the pitch, I just want to let you know at noon today, Hollywood Reporter is going to reveal that uh, we're shutting down completely. And I'm like, wow. Why why did you let me come here? Like, you could have called me before this. No, don't don't bother. Yeah. The guy's like, listen, uh, we've just enjoyed killing people's dreams for so long yeah. that we wanted to do it one more time. Yeah. We just wanted to see life for the road. And then he goes like this. He goes, but l- l- let me hear your idea anyway. Yeah. So I don't know why. He's just like pumping Vaseline I- into his hand, <laughs> making eye contact with you. Tell me. Tell me about your hopes. <laughs> and I fall for it. I, I start pitching him the show like the idiot that I am and then he looks at me and he goes 
I probably would have bought it. Uh, <laughs> damn, that's even worse. Yeah, he's on my kill list. Yeah, yeah, he's on it. Oh. As I put the lipstick on. He just parachutes out into a $200,000 car. <laughs> that's the best part. I don't like riding elevators. I have this weird elevator fear. And yeah. they were on, it was universal, and they were on like the uh, 15th floor or something. And my managers are like, you got to go to this meeting. You got to go. You got to. And I like had to work it up. I'd like talk yeah. to a therapist. I get on the elevator. I go up. And uh, as soon as he announces that they're closing, I go like this. And I, I, I rode the elevator. And my manager goes, Eddie, Eddie, calm down. He goes, people just lost their jobs. And I go, I don't care. <laughs> like, I just rode the elevator. And he goes, Eddie, look out there. All those people don't have a job right now. And I'm like, I never had a job. <laughs> I, I came here to get one. You're like, I can't even get that far. thinking they still had jobs. Yeah. Like this whole oh. thing was them convincing me they all still worked here. <laughs> this was a mirage. It was the weirdest. They could have just said, hey, meetings postponed. Yeah. Like, why did I, why was I there? There's no reason for it. <laughs> I hate everyone in Hollywood. I I never had fun. The only the only thing I ever actually passed was the new and living color, uh, where they were like, "We love your irreverent sketches." And, oh, great! And then two minutes later, it's like, "We're not going to be doing that show anymore." <laughs> and then everybody else in cool. Hollywood was like, "Yeah, yeah, we're not. Uh, we're, we don't want anything." To do with you. <laughs> I was like, "Cool, great." Well, I have an apartment now. I'll just hang out and do spots. <laughs> oh, ten dollars? This is sweet. <laughs> So I, I get to be a road comic from here? I got hired <laughs> to do a pilot for a show called Hollywood Anonymous. Okay. And it was a bunch of people that sat around that should have quit Hollywood that couldn't quit. But didn't. Yeah, like like you had a disease. Like it, all signs were there that it just wasn't working out for you. <laughs> and uh, and it was kind of like we would riff. And, and my opening line was, I know I should quit Hollywood, the fact that my agent drove me here. <laughs> like my agent was like, this is your show. <laughs> You're perfect for this. He's, he's playing Eminem Hollywood. in the in the car on the way there. So come on. You own come on, it. Look, come on, man. You ain't never gonna stop. <laughs> Meanwhile he's getting texted like we're not a company anymore. He's like, just do this for him. <laughs> I think he's gonna kill himself. <laughs> we'll be on the thirteenth floor. It'll yeah, easy. I, every time I now go to a show, I think I'm like the I'm I'm like the the mark on like a fake reality show. Yeah, yeah. where are the like, cameras? Yeah, they're like this guy's so desperate. We're gonna get him. We're gonna get like I've done shows where I'm like, is this this can't be real? This yeah. is. Any moment where you feel good, too, in show business, you're like, so what happens when this all comes crashing down? The rug's getting pulled any, any second. second. Right. Guys, any you figured it out. Bring out the cameras. Yeah. Bring yes. out the cameras. Yeah. That is me and every Just throw a Molotov cocktail in well, here. When I first auditioned for uh, Last Comic Standing. Yes, I did that for the well. first. Yeah. Did you do it the first year? No, I did it. I was on in 2014 is the year I did it. Okay, so I forget what the first year was. It was the the rigged yeah. uh, nonsense year with that fan. Wait, wait, that year was rigged opposed to all the other years. Oh no! Well, no, they were all rigged. <laughs> they were all they were all of them. That was splendidly rigged. Though. I signed oh, an NDA. I signed an NDA that was this thick. Uh, it it was the most rigged show ever. It, and that was more even rigged more than, rigged than American Idol. Dude, it was unbelievably the guy who managed the comics that won. It was his show. <laughs> the guy who won my year had a development deal with yeah. the what? producers. 
Yeah, it was so rigged, it was scary. But I went into the first year's audition and they're, they're, you know, they film the audition, but they're filming the waiting room and they're filming, mine was at Madison Square Garden, the audition. And they were like, I got off a plane. They're like, hey, they're waiting for you at Madison Square Garden. And I got there and I was like, something's wrong. Something's weird. What are they doing? Mm. So I went up to them and I'm like, hey, I, I, I don't feel comfortable about this. I'm getting out of here. And they're like, get out of here. Like they yelled at me. <laughs> get out of here. And the next year I called after. It's self-aware. The- get it out of here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. After all the comics made like $10 million after that, I was like, uh, yeah. hey, I, I want to do less comic standing. Yeah. And uh, I called them and they, or I sent them an email and they wrote back, you can stand in line with the, with the other open micers. Oh yeah, they were they were so mad at me, and I had to like kiss their ass, and then they actually put me on the second year, and they screwed with me. Like when I did the audition, I know the feeling. Go on. They <laughs> announced everybody who got it, mm-hmm. and I, they like were excited about me doing it. They yeah. announced everybody, and I'm like, oh my god, they just brought me back so I could get bounced off the first episode. Wow. And then wow. they go, wait, 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 we have one more. And they're like, where did this come from? And they're like, and the last person going on to the next round is Eddie Ift. And I was like, why Why did you do that to me? Right. And then, drama. then the next year they called me and they're like, hey, you want to do Last Comic Standing? And I'm like, I was on last year. And they go, people won't remember you. Matter. They literally <laughs> said that to me. I made it to the semifinals and they're like, people won't remember you. Wow. And so they put me on the next year. And they flew me to Arizona and pretended like I lived in Arizona and had me audition. Oh, reality shows in Tempe. I was probably with you. Are you serious? Lavelle Crawford there? That Ralph, was the Ralphie, only... Ralphie May was Ralphie, like a judge or something? Ralphie, it, uh, this year was Kathleen Madigan, Alonzo Bowden, and Ant. That were the winners? No, they were the judges. The judges. And mm-hmm. they go, we're gonna, you're going to go out and, and everybody's going to like you but Ant. And then we're going to have uh, Bill Bellamy talk you up, and you're going to go back out there and do really well. And I was like, what? <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's what happened. And then, like, Bill Bellamy, I think it was that year, because I, I auditioned twice where they did the same thing, where, like, I looked like tough competition. That's what I was brought in for. Uh, and I didn't do it for years until yeah. 2014, where I finally advanced. I just said no, because I, I was like... Every time it was like, yeah, well, you're going to look like top, you know, you'll get a clip for the night round or whatever. So like Tampi, I got one. And then, yeah, it was, it might've been that or the one with people from the office. That was weird too. Cause it was the redhead woman from the office and the heavier guy. And they're staring yeah, yeah, yeah. at me. They're, they're, they're good at judging stand up. Yeah. Cause they don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they're also side characters on a sitcom. <laughs> You haven't so, done anything else. <laughs> no, they literally make, like, they. I think they sell hot sauce called, like, the office sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against them. They were great on the show. But yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, when they're giving you advice, it's like, you. but you did, like, three Second City classes, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what yeah. you did. You were a character actor. Yeah, correct? <laughs> like, you look like a giant fat guy in an office. <laughs> that's how you got that's the job, you got correct? Cast. Yeah. So, yeah, like, I think it was that year where Bill Bellamy talked me up. So now Bill Bellamy's given me, like, this <laughs> speech. And I had just done, like, a, a pedophile joke. <laughs> About like altar boys, and then I go out and I retell it, and they're like, "All right, we'll see you tonight." And I'm like, "This sucks. <laughs> what is this? Is it so? It's just like a showcase. It's a big fake. Showcase. It's a big fake thing. Yeah. They had. Uh, God, I have so many stories about it. We had the the year that I did it. They had flown us from 
L.A. to New York. And there was some young kid from San Francisco, some comic who was really, really young. And uh, we were all going out to dinner. We're like, come on, we're going to go to dinner. Like they put us in this hotel and we're all going to go out to dinner. So we were all leaving to go to dinner. He's like, I'm not allowed. I, I, I can't go. We're like, why not? He's like, the producers want me to stay here. And we're like, where? He's standing outside. He's like, here. We're like, wait, they want you to stand right here? Oh, in line. No, it, it was outside the hotel. And, okay. and we're like, Why? what's going You know, you're curious. You're like, what's he getting that I'm not getting? Yeah. He's standing out there. I'll tell you what he's getting. Mugged. <laughs> <laughs> they, they staged a mugging. Mugging? Are you serious? They had him get <laughs> mugged. What? <laughs> Why is that necessary? I swear. I want to be in that room when the producers are writing these ideas. They're like, what would be fascinating and fun? Like, you get him mugged. Let's see. It would feel natural. But it gets even better. They had him mugged and had his, the guy stole his shoes. Because that's common. I've had my shoes stolen. Shut up. She has. They tie those shoelaces together and throw them up over the. Uh, Yeah, I've already told it on here, but I'll I'll tell you about it later. (laughs) I'm intrigued. I can understand stealing a woman's shoes because you're a pervert. Yeah. And I shouldn't say I understand. You want to sniff them? You said that with complete. But I get it. Like, I totally understand. We've all seen perverts. We get it. But I don't understand. I I also do understand the Satanists that run Hollywood going, hey, there's a guy here with dreams. (laughs) What do you think we should do? Mug him? On camera and yeah. then send them home packing for being <laughs> sucky at comedy. <laughs> it's basically like, what do you want to do with the girl that's here? I don't know. Show her uh, selling herself <laughs> before she goes and does an open mic. <laughs> they, uh, in my interview, they would try to like create fights. So they're like, you and Bert Kreischer started together, right? And I'm like, yeah, sort of same time. And they're like, and Bert doesn't think you're funny. And I'm like, Excuse me. They're like, well, Bert was just saying in his interview that he doesn't find you funny at all. What do you think of that? They're like cops. And I'm like, oh, I know where you're going. I know where you're going. I'm like, I hate women. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, you need it? I'll give it to you. What do you need? (laughs) That was the one, too, yeah, where they would make you say who you're funnier than. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, that was good. And then you would have to heckle people. Oh, yeah, that's... (laughs) Here's, here's the best. They do this serious background check on you. When I say serious, they really do. Like government jobs. I've had crazy background checks done for a number of reasons. Uh, one of my buddies was going to work for the president, and they like background checked me because I lived with him, and all this crazy stuff. And so I get this like interview, like serious interview that's going on. The guy's asking me all these questions, and uh, they're like, NBC has this person call you, and he goes, "So uh, have you ever been arrested?" And I go, nope. And he goes, you sure? And I go, yep. And he goes, nothing about uh, bicycle, New Jersey. And I'm like, well, you obviously have it in front of you. So, uh, (laughs) yeah. And I go, that was expunged. He goes, tell me about it. And I'm like, all right. Well, I was riding on the handlebars of a bicycle. My friend stole the bike. We didn't know it was stolen. We kind of found it. And uh, he's like, uh, what about this open container one? I'm like, I thought that was expunged too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, when they say it's expunged and it's how are you getting this shit? I'm like, how do you not work? Cause I lied for my friend badly that went work for the president and they didn't find that out. How have you found this out? <laughs> and, uh, sir, we're last comic stand. <laughs> but we so I don't know if you know so, who we so are. So that was like a part of the process. And they were like, 20 of us going on to this next round. And then there were like 13 of us. And uh, I remember at the end of my interview, I said to the guy, I go, so I'm out, right? Yes. Yeah. Of my, yeah. and he goes, oh, 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 
oh, dude, you've done nothing like the, some of these comics. And I was like, really? He's like, oh, oh, man. And uh, so I'd see these comics. I'm like, hey, you're going to New York with us for Last Comic Standing. He's like, ah, yeah, yeah. And I'd be like, what? Why what not? And they're like, ah, I got to fight with a girl one time. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like that one comic who toured college campuses. Oh, yeah, the rapist. Yeah, what was his name? Eddie Eft. Uh, was it him? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was Will something. Oh, man. I forget his name, but he would do it at other colleges. Yeah, like he won Star Search. I think, and then he got all these colleges, and he would go to like yeah the other college in the area until yeah. they realized like it Vince Camp, Vince Camp, Vince, Vince Champ, Vince, Vince Champ. Champ. That's there it. it is. Yeah. So he would go to the college, do a show, and then go to a different college. Yeah, smart guy. Yeah, landed hilarious. <laughs> by yeah. the way, and I don't know. He's probably... <laughs> if you write a how-to <laughs> book, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really uh... if I did it. Actually, it's written by Cosby. He's the he, just, he writes the intro. <laughs> <laughs> the forward prologue is by Vince Champ. <laughs> yeah, I have, a, I have a neighbor who had sex with Bill Cosby and willingly, will, willingly. Okay, really? Uh, yeah. And is she all like he's innocent? No. <laughs> <laughs> she just was into the BBC. Oh, really? Like, okay. Yeah. She's like, she's like he was a star. She's like I was more than willing. Yeah. She also runs a porn company, but uh, that's the oh, thing okay. too is that there's always like women that are willing to sleep with you if you're a celebrity. You don't yeah. have to like yeah. drug them. And, like, yeah, you, yeah, especially it, if you're Bill Cosby. Yeah. I mean, he was a huge star. Yeah. Well, Keenan Ivory Wayne said that when he was on the set of Fat Albert, and Bill Cosby was talking to him, he was like, "He's like, you're gonna need two dicks for all the <laughs> pussy you're gonna get." <laughs> And Keenan or not oh. or Keenan Thompson was like, what? Like he said, his whole childhood like shattered in that moment. Oh. <laughs> but it's like as comics, we all heard that. Like we yeah. heard, we yeah. all, everybody knew. But it's like, what were you gonna say? Like I never knew that a Hannibal Burris tape was just gonna leak out yeah. one day and take him down. Did uh, it? The, uh, yeah, the that's I how think got Hannibal, taken down. Yeah. I got I that advice. A comic gave me that advice like my first week. I was like, hey, do you have any advice? And he gave, you know, the old story, he's like, yeah, never bang a waitress on a Wednesday. She'll <laughs> cock block you the rest of the week. <laughs> yeah, you always met those club owners who's like, don't have sex with the staff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to, but I don't know why. Then he'd have like a list of comics and faces. I'm like, this is fun. <laughs> I had a guy go, uh, go down. I'll, I'll say where it was. It was the comedy catch in... Uh, Tennessee and yeah, Chattanooga, in, uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. And the guy came out to me and he's like, I got three rules. He's like, you get two drinks, uh, your food's half off. Don't stand here. Don't stand there. Don't stand there. And I, I had like three rules or whatever, four rules. And he goes, and don't mess with my waitresses. And I was like, okay. And I was kind of like taken back and I go, I'm looking up at the wall of like Super famous people there from Seinfeld, David Tell, all the best comics. The Killer Bees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Killer Bees. Because <laughs> you're in the South. <laughs> and I go, do you give all of these guys those rules? And he goes, uh, no, but they're famous. <laughs> different echelon. Yeah. And I was like, oh, so it's just... You, oh, oh! It's just me. Yeah. <laughs> There's a whole list. It's like the top row. It's like the top row can do whatever they want. To my it's Gallagher. 
Seinfeld's allowed to do anal. That's fine. Gallagher 2 comes in sometimes. <laughs> Whatever he likes. You know, I got the craziest Gallagher story ever. Oh, I want to hear it. Yeah. I'm at a party one night in Agora Hills in okay. California. One of my buddies is not a comedian. Uh, and there's a girl at the party and I'm talking to her and she goes, oh, you're a comedian. I go, yeah. She goes, my dad was a comedian. And I'm like, oh, really cool. And she's like close to my age. Mm. So I'm like, how long? You know, I'm like, oh, really? And she goes, yeah, you, you probably wouldn't know him. And I go, oh, what's your dad's name? And she goes, Gallagher. And I'm like, why wouldn't I know? Why would you not know? And I go, you're, you're the daughter of Gallagher. Like, I feel like I'm in some like Game of Thrones thing. Like, yeah. You are the daughter of Gallagher. You have the. I go, she downplayed her dad hard. She's I like, know. You probably and I, wouldn't know. There's and no I, way you know the smashing melons. Guy. Yeah. And I go, your dad is Gallagher. And she's like, yeah. And she goes, he's, uh, he's actually living with me right now. And I go. Wow. She goes, he just got in a divorce. It's like his third divorce or something. She goes, he's, he's living with me. And I go, where do you live? She goes, like two houses away. And I go, it, where's Gallagher right now? And she goes, he's, uh, he's at the house. I go, can we, can you bring Gallagher over? And she's like, yeah, yeah. And she goes to the guy that owns the house. Is it okay if I bring my dad over? And I'm like, her dad's Gallagher. Like, don't, you don't have to ask. I'm like, go get him. Go get him. Don't ask anybody. Go get him. Is the sledgehammer coming in the truck? <laughs> and she goes, just don't talk about Gallagher too. Whatever you do, <laughs> don't talk about Gallagher too. So I am like bubbling with excitement. I'm like, oh my god! I love that she though she brings up Gallagher, but but thinks you know all about Gallagher yeah. too now. Right, right. Which yeah. you might not know him, but you know about. She's like, but you know Gallagher too. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, you might <laughs> not like know my other. dad, but we've all heard of Gallagher too. <laughs> so so he comes over. He's the star of the party because everybody wants to know about him. Right. And I'm the worst. I'm asking him questions like I'm a reporter. Right. And he hates me, like quickly hates me. Uh, like right away, he keeps stepping away from me. And I'm like, no, I've got six more questions. Yeah. And you're the guy at the end of the line. I'm the end of the line. <laughs> I am the end of the line guy. And he wants to murder me. He won't shake hands with me. And uh, my buddy, who's not even comedy, he takes a liking to him. And I am angry. I'm at, my friend's just cooking spaghetti, like making his spaghetti. <laughs> Gallagher's over trying to talk to him, and I'm like, uh, fuck your meatballs. Uh, <laughs> and, and I'm like, tell, tell, tell me about it. Uh, and uh, he was an engineer. He got into, he was managing a, a country music band, and he was successful at that, and he knew how to tour from that. And then he did stand up, and then one night he smashed a watermelon, and he was he hated Letterman. He told me how much he hated Letterman. We called him the actor. Or no, that was Jim Carrey. We called him the actor. Hated Jim Carrey. Okay. But then he hated Letterman for dropping watermelons off the roof of the building. Because it was his act? Yeah, was, he felt like he was... <laughs> he had the... He had the he he cornered that market. He's Anything, like, melons, that's my thing. <laughs> Do you understand? I invented melons, boy. <laughs> and then uh, somehow I got him into Gallagher too. Oh, that's oh. beautiful. And we, you're like, has not, anybody ever he, has anybody else ever stolen your act? The <laughs> <laughs> other examples. I knew I wasn't supposed to, but I just couldn't help it. I did not. <laughs> I, I had to get there. And he went off on his brother so badly. And the story was that his brother uh, 
was down on his luck and not making any money. And he said to his brother, he's like, hey, why don't you do my act? You know, we'll basically like franchise it. You go do it, do it in the small markets that I don't go to mm. and you can make a living. And he said his agent then, his, his brother got an agent. Yeah. <laughs> his, bro his brother's agent no. was like, screw him. His brother's agent also had Sinbad 3. <laughs> his brother's agent <laughs> started sending him to the towns he was going to Sinbad like three. two months before him. And, oh, that's so messed up. And nobody cares. They're like, I'll see the Empire Strikes Back before I see the original. It doesn't matter to me. They're melons. They're getting smashed. Yeah. That's all I care about. I, I bought the rain code it came early it <laughs> it's a 15 dollars show instead of a 30 dollars show it's fine <laughs> i understand it's smaller melons less splash <laughs> so so they go to the show or he does the tour and then he you know he's like i'm not selling tickets because he's selling he goes so i went to my parents and i was like hey he's stealing my mom my thunder yeah mom and Mama Watermelon says, <laughs> they go, the parents go, hey, he's your brother. It'd be funny if they lived on a watermelon farm. <laughs> he just pulls up, what are we going to do with all these melons? Yeah. But well, we gave him half. You said we could. End of the story. He hated me. Uh, I tried. I thought we were going to be good friends. I thought we were going to go smash. And, uh, <laughs> and he's inviting you to smash. <laughs> and then. You ever been to a smashing range, Eddie? <laughs> <laughs> do you have any plastic? Yeah. <laughs> you will bring a red coat. <laughs> a lot of people do to these Hollywood parties. <laughs> so the next day, my buddy calls me, who he loved. He loved my friend making the spaghetti. And my buddy was like a soft softcore porn director okay. on the side. You might know him, Brian McCarthy. He was oh, I know who from he your is. Softcore porn yeah. yeah, yeah. You, know, you remember Back when I was day. in them? Yeah. yeah, I was much fitter. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I was two hundred pounds heavier. <laughs> Gallagher takes a liking to Brian. Okay. Brian calls me the next day, and he's like, "Hey, Brian's always looking for whatever job he can get." He goes, "Hey, so uh, I'm directing Gallagher's next special." <laughs> this is like 30 years after Gallagher's done a special. He goes, he's got some crazy ideas. Apparently, we're going to film. I'm not joking. This is what he said. This is Apparently, we're going to film it in a silo at a farm. <laughs> and, and he's going to be on a bungee cord from the roof. <laughs> and he wants a porn director because it's going to be a real mess. <laughs> and I'm like, this sounds like the greatest idea ever. Now, how is Hollywood passing this up? Yeah, I want to see this. So do I. Why have they not? There's no one on earth who doesn't want to see this. Sounds amazing. The greatest idea. You're ever. Just like super slamming from a bungee cord, like like he tells his joke, and then I said. Just an audience of confused people. Just a circus Olay. Sit, sitting with the chickens. We drove 30 Jen, minutes out to this farm. How are they going to get the people? How are they going to get the people there? It's just animals. <laughs> and Brian, Brian doesn't know the, the first ducks. thing about film. I'm like, have you thought about where you're putting the cameras? Yeah, like, I, don't even, ball I don't even angle. care. Yeah. Low angle, fisheye lens. I want to get real back. close. Yeah. <laughs> we have one from the top. We're going to have a GoPro on his head. 
One on the mallet. see that angle. He's coming straight down. If we're not going to my porn days, there's going to be a POV camera. And then we're going <laughs> to... You know what's really sad? Somebody's going to watch us and be like, this is brilliant. Gallagher's dead, but we can get Gallagher too. <laughs> yeah. Gallagher 2 is watching this. He's got headphones in, pissing on Gallagher's grave. No, he watches. It's like, oh, uh, yes. He has sent us messages. He does As you said that, you scared me. I'm like, he probably does. Oh, my God. Because he used to hang out. Then years after that, he used to hang out in Vegas. And he was living in Vegas. And everybody told me, they're like, Gallagher's at the comedy clubs a lot. And he likes to give advice after the show to the comics. Big time. You heard this? Oh, I remember seeing him one time. And I think I told the story on the show where in Louisville, he had pissed off this host for a week. And I only came in to do this show with a guy named Henry Cho at the end of yeah. the week. But I guess Gallagher was still there. Because Gallagher came in very angry because the kid went up on stage as Gallagher 3 and started smashing uh, Little Peppers and all this stuff. That's genius. To upset Gallagher. But he didn't realize he was still there. <laughs> it was absolutely one of the funniest things I've ever seen. It was like Little Peppers and Unbreakable vegetables that's hilarious yeah. the little mallet but yeah i guess he was just mean to everybody that week that's what they said so he'll he'll come up to you after your so show gallagher too Gal no gallagher no, the real oh, gallagher the real gallagher. gallagher somehow ended up back in comedy clubs i uh, don't know what and they said he will come up to you and give you advice after the show and i was like okay and and somebody said gallagher's here i did the show and uh i'm standing at the merch table afterwards and i see him and he looks at me and we connect and he's like Meh, and just leaves <laughs> <laughs> i'm like uh -oh. He doesn't like me from the party. Uh, <laughs> he just walks right up to you. He's like, have you tried melons? <laughs> Dude, that's that's the advice every single time. Yeah. Well, he, uh, it was actually in a Detroit court. Actually, if you look it up, I think I'm accurate, where they the judge settled it. Oh, after, with his brother? With his brother, where the judge was finally like, look, you can't just, I guess you can't go to these venues before him. But he still ended up being able, I believe, to tour with the act. Wow. But he, he couldn't do, yeah, like they agreed to the contract. where So Gallagher tour. So too, they, like, they were separated. Yeah, when you start in comedy, I mean, you do clubs all over the country and not the ones you want to. So everywhere <laughs> I went had Gallagher 2 on the wall. And you're confused. So you ask. And they're like, oh, it's his brother. So, and you're like, what does he do? His act. <laughs> It's the same thing. And then you're like, I'm going to go drink until I learn that I can't handle it. <laughs> Puppetry of the Penis, uh, they franchised their show. They just decided that all it is yeah, is it guys matter. doing you know, tricks with their penises on stage. That they were like, let's, let's just do this everywhere. You know, we'll do it in different countries and get guys that speak German to do it in Germany. And, you know, they like to play with it. Oh, yeah. And, uh France. And, and so I knew the two original guys that started it. And uh, so they would do tryouts and they would do tryouts at the comedy festivals. And they thought it was funny. I remember one year they're like, hey, come down, just do the tryout for fun. And I was like, no. <laughs> oh. And they're like, come on, it'll be good. You'll get good press. And I'm like, I, mm. I no, 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 I don't, I don't need want that to press. whip it out in front of a bunch of other men. You know, I did that in high school. You know, yeah, like, that's really the only time it's acceptable. Yeah. Is, is really in high school. And even then you're like, eh, eh, eh. I did teach them one trick, though, that I'm pretty proud of that they have put into the show. The helicopter? No, it's the, uh, um, it's the first trick you learned. Yeah. Balloon, the balloon. Oh. oh, what's the balloon? What is the balloon? I, I, we, is this like say anything show? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we pretty much say anything. Okay. I don't know if it is technically, but we haven't been told. <laughs> that's weird. Haven't told us, you, no. You, uh, 
you pull your scrotum out through right. your hand, leaving your okay. testicles. I'm going to do it when I, I used to do love line a lot. And you, if you talk using medical terms, you can get away with a murder. Yeah. So yeah. We're, this is all clean. Just <laughs> yes. so everyone knows it. This home. is clinical. So you pull the scrotum. Yeah. The folded, wrinkly scrotum yes. okay. through your hand out. So it's like an empty bag. Yeah. And then you've got your testicles in your hand. And then you take your thumb <laughs> and you act like you're blowing into a, uh, a valve that sends air. And you go. <laughs> and you slowly allow the testicle into the empty bag and it inflates like a balloon. Uh. <laughs> I've done it on so many it's podcasts. Amazing. Like done it. Like, like, hey, I don't care you're filming me. Yeah. <laughs> well, that'll never haunt you. Yeah, yeah. No, not at all. Sure, no. Well, speaking of haunting, have you heard, uh, you were mentioning Hollywood parties. Mm -hmm. And I actually yeah. wanted to bring this up first, the Kevin Spacey deal. Uh, yes. So if you guys wanted to mention this, I did want to bring it up. The Kevin Spacey today was cleared, or yesterday, was cleared on all charges in the UK, and we have a quick video of it. Kevin Spacey was cleared of all sexual assault charges. I'm enormously grateful to the jury for having taken the time to examine all of the evidence and all of the facts. The actor reportedly broke down in tears after the jury in a London court found him not guilty. The four males who testified against Spacey during the trial accused him of grabbing their private parts and performing other unwanted activities. In 2017, when the accusations began pouring in, the actor was edited out of a Ridley Scott movie, fired from House of Cards, and forced to pay about $30 million to producers. After six years of being shunned by Hollywood, he may now finally be able to return to the industry. Wait, he will not wait, be able to. Wait a minute, isn't Hollywood into that? Like, isn't yeah. what he does the thing that they? Every once in a while, they'll they'll pick one and be like, "You're the scapegoat." You're That's what it. bothers me. Is it's clearly he's. I'm sure he's innocent. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I understand the jury was just Woody Allen, but <laughs> if. Like you've been to Hollywood parties, you've met wonderful people. Sure, in Hollywood. Um, yeah, isn't like with the we uh, Weinstein deal and everything and everything that happens there, like they're just the scum of the earth. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty much a town full of people that went there for the men went there for that because the women went there for love. Like it, they should. It's a town of broken people. I, yes. I think they should take down the Hollywood sign and put up a sign that says "Daddy didn't love me." Yes. And it's just a town of like broken, broken people who are like so desperate for love and attention that they feel like, oh, when I become famous, everybody will love me. So they're like seeking that out. And then you've got these predators yes. who yeah. basically go, hey, there's beautiful, insecure women or beautiful, insecure little boys or men. I'm going to go take advantage of their insecurities. And so that's why I went there. Uh, yeah, both reasons. I was the insecure. <laughs> it was I was the insecure predator. Uh, <laughs> I just didn't have the confidence to mention it. <laughs> the insecure predator. I wasn't cunning enough. I only could yeah. take advantage of myself. <laughs> just don't leave the house. <laughs> You're nothing. You're a loser. Now, You're now, right. Now masturbate me. <laughs> yeah, you're gross. No one's ever gonna hire you. Hey, Eddie. Hey, Eddie. You want this job? Yes. <laughs> You'll never succeed without me. I, <laughs> I've got a script for you, Eddie. <laughs> uh. You 
wrote it the night before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I moved there at 19 originally. Did you really? Yeah. Man, yeah. Broken, just broken. Oh, yeah, big time. Yeah. Big time, yeah, and, and into drugs and alcohol, and yeah. every party I went to was just, it was disgusting. <laughs> it seems like it's a, a town, like you said, full of people that want to use other people. Yeah. They're, they're totally willing to backstab their best friend if it can get them up to the next echelon, up to the next level. Oh, and it still goes echelon. on. It's high school. It's high school. All levels. It's not, e- it. it's not even just the actors and the directors. It's like all of the and, and you think And you think when they get successful, it would stop, but it still goes on. I have very, very successful friends who are all about who they're with, when they're with, and I'm like, you have so much money and so much success and you're still playing this game. Yeah. And they're just... It's just sad, but that's their oxygen. The lack of pulling people up and helping others once people do hit a certain level of success, too, is very disgusting. Yeah. The idea of the selfishness is unreal to me. There's a few guys, though. I mean, I'll give kudos to uh, like people like Joe Rogan and people like Brad Garrett. Brad Garrett's a good friend of mine as well. One of the greatest people alive. There are people like that, and that's what I always try to do. I just try to model myself after them. I'm like, I want to do what he does. And my excuse is that I don't have any success, so I can't give. (laughs) Yeah. No, I'm going to have Eddie rap on this show, though, because Eddie deserves to rap on a show. Uh, Brad's nephew. Oh, I love Eddie. Dude, Eddie's great, dude. He's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like, I... I, His music is amazing. His music's great, dude, and and nobody gives him a break. And he's not really doing it anymore. He's not pursuing it. And I want him to. Like, I'm pushing him to. I shouldn't say I'm going to have him, but I'm trying to make him... He is real. Are you his agent? No, he's so talented, though. (laughs) I remember when he gave me... Gonna be. He he gave me a CD of his music. And I got it, and I was like, oh, damn it, I'm gonna have to listen to this. Because he's such a nice guy. And I was like, I can't believe I'm gonna have to listen to this. And so it was like, I kept putting it off. Putting it off, putting it off. And then I was like driving home one night, like four hours, and I'm like, all right, time to listen. And I went... Oh my God. He's a different guy. Once he oh hits my the God. stage, oh my God. lights up. And I called Brad and I go, your, your nephew is amazing. <laughs> and I'm like, this is, and I go, I'm not just kissing ass. This is like incredible. And he's like, I know. And I'm like, who do, who do like, who, help him. Get him out there, man. Help him. <laughs> and he's tried. And yeah. it's like, for whatever reason, the music industry just sucks. It it's must, because apparently, apparently Michael Jackson's daughter is like, Beautiful and super talented. Yeah. And she's Michael Jackson's daughter. And we, when's the last time you heard her music? Right. Never. (laughs) I didn't know she was alive, to be honest. Yeah. I just picture somebody wearing that, like, feathery face mask. I just I just pictured a drawing from South. She Park. still has. It's the, his daughter with. Um, didn't, didn't he always make her wear a burka? Yeah, yeah. Blanket. <laughs> yeah, with Presley. Was blanket. 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 I think blanket's moon. the sun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just moon. 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 Is it moon? I don't know. <laughs> probably it's right. Probably it's just weird. a Hollywood. It's probably I'm one of daughter. the marshmallows from a Lucky Charms box. Uh, so hey, this uh, this week we, there was a there was a hearing about UFOs. Right. Oh, I've been dying to talk to you guys about that. Yeah. So, Nancy Macy, is it Macy or is it Mace? I think it's Mace. Mace. So she's a like the rapper. Yeah, she's a representative. You guys remember Macy Gray's? M- Macy Gray's. Yeah, she got no, no, Mace. Mace. No, but Do you remember Mace? The Gray's. Mm. Like the like when oh, he trying to rape somebody. Daddy. Hit one hit. No. In the mm-hmm. Wait, he's he's a preacher now. Really? Yeah. Look Can we get him Mace. on the show. Never mind. Mace on the show. <laughs> I feel on old. The show. I hate that you guys are thirty. Mace. <laughs> 
So there was a hearing about uh, UFOs. Apparently the uh, government has living slash dead UFO bodies. That's what we're hearing. According to David Grush, which is a guy... Non-human biologist. was definitely <laughs> not a CIA plant in Recovered from a crash. Who is this guy, though? Why does he have evidence of this? Or so, He was actually... He was in uh, the... Is it A-Tip? Yeah, so he was um, a former U.S. intelligence official. Intelligence official that yeah. was in one of the programs that's supposed to be monitoring this whole UFO thing. And then he was getting information from other agents from other agencies saying hey we have crash like we have ship parts and then another one would say hey we have actually have a body and then he would get this information this is all what he said mm -hmm. it's just when they ask him about it they're like do you have proof and right like yeah but i'm not gonna show you here you gotta it's like private. it's private <laughs> like, well i give that all over to the investigators that's how i used to tell, girl, the investigators? I used to tell girls at bars it's yeah. private. you gotta come back to my place i'll right. show it to you he's like look <laughs> you go to my house you want to see you, you want to see the that's alien name that's what <laughs> yeah. i call it take my take my belt off start unzipping you'll see the alien yeah, you'll figure it out <laughs> so, yeah. I got we actually we have a video <laughs> okay yeah i wanted to see it Just i want so to see it. of the alien no somebody got this house i'll show it to you later just a guy using the worst pickup line ever in front of a grand jury <laughs> if you believe we have crashed craft uh stated earlier do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft as i've stated publicly already in my news nation interview uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries yeah um were they i guess human or non-human biologics Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. And was this documentary evidence, this video, photos, eyewitness, like how would that be determined? The specific documentation I would have to talk to you in a skiff about. Is see, it? See, wait. it's like ask you what, can I have some information? <laughs> I could talk I to you know. offline about it. We're online right now. This is what this is. have the hair from Alien Nation. Yeah, you know. isn't isn't dog crap non-human? Yes. <laughs> yeah, non-human biologics. Biologics yeah. non-human. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, it's non-human. Is it the Nickelodeon's gack that he threw in there to keep his job also not human? He's like, no, it's, it's, it's like what? Well, just a Honda smeared with whatever he found. What, I I one time was in Costa Rica on a surf trip and I came home and I had this terrible headache and I blew my nose and. I think an alien came out of my nose. <laughs> it was non-human. It was like a worm. And I was like, oh my God, I have a brain-eating amoeba. I'm like, I'm going to no. die today. So I put it in a bag and I go down to urgent care. That's where you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I go, uh, Especially in Costa Rica. they're experts. I go, this just came out of my nose. <laughs> and I go, I'm worried it's like a parasite. They're and like, drink uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And for I'm ritualistic like, purposes. And I'm like, can we get on this quickly? Like, figure this out? <laughs> I may and, be dying. And the guy looked at me and he goes, what do you want me to do? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently my doctor is Norm MacDonald. And I, what do you want me to do? <laughs> and I go, uh, I, go I, I, I don't know. And he's like, well... I guess I could send it to the lab and have it tested. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, it's good. And so. Sounds better than nothing. So, so they sent it away and they never called me back. No. And so I, I, I kept calling them. And finally I get the guy on the phone, the doctor. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, uh, 
you know, my alien sample, <laughs> you know, my non-biologic, uh, non-human biologic. What? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> and he goes, we don't know. <laughs> and I go, could be an alien. I go, but was it, was it a, he goes, it wasn't a parasite. I go, but was it a, it, it was, and he goes, ah, it was nothing. They I didn't go, test but, it. That's what I think. I think the guy just threw it in the trash. Like when you go to a store and you're like, hey, do you have any other things in the back? And they go, yeah, yeah let me get checked. And they just go back there, yeah. stand around, and then come back and go, like, no, we didn't have it. Yeah, he's I like think taped it to a donkey. <laughs> and he's like, that'll send it off. Things are going to come back. We'll right? get back here when it gets back here. <laughs> just didn't care. I really think. <laughs> I just don't think he cared. The second he left, he's like, he's not going to call back. No. He's not going to worry about that. It came out of his head. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> There's no need for a concern. I mean, you're fine, though. Whatever it was, it. I've never had a phone job, but it, the whole, can you get me a manager? I would be like, yeah, sure. Boop. Hi, this is the manager? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would do it every day. I would wait for a, can you get me a manager job? There were so <laughs> many jobs I had, too, where I would go, I am the manager. And I wasn't. It's me. <laughs> it's like, I'm not what are you going to do now? Yeah, what are you going to do about Talk it? to my boss and fire me? I'm not going to get him. I, I <laughs> am the man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I want you to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a manager at, uh, you know, those, uh, those like jump gym places, yeah. the, the trampoline parks. Yeah. I, uh, some dude was, uh, he was profiling me and, uh, <laughs> I got in a fight with the kid there, and I, I told him he had nice hair. Like, we were going at it. And at one like point, a, what, a six-year-old? Yeah, he always sucked. <laughs> I was trying to help my kid, and he's like, you can't be on the trampoline. Uh, you don't have the right wristband. And I was like, yeah, I just don't want my son to die. And he's like, yeah, you kid, can't be near the trampoline. And yeah, I go. I have a son. Any kid that talks to me like that deserves to be Yeah, hit. I agree, Max. So I'm like, I just didn't want my son getting hurt. And he's like, so I go, and then, so my son's still doing it, and he's standing there, uh, like, watching me with his arms folded. I go, can you, yeah, like, can you go away? And he's like, no, I'm standing here to make sure you don't break the rules again. And I go, um, <laughs> you know, could you just go get a manager, please? I want to talk to a manager. He goes, why? What are you going to do? I go, I'm going to try to get you fired. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, yeah. so the manager comes up. And he goes and gets the manager, and I start telling the manager what happened. And the manager just looks at me and goes, you're going to have to leave. <laughs> Damn. So we're like 15 minutes into our hour at the trampoline park. Right. And my kid's like, Dad. Yeah. You're like, what? You're like excuse me, son, I'm about to have a fight with two 16-year-olds. Oh, so we come home. My wife's like, why are you home so early? And my kid's like, Dad got us kicked out. <laughs> Dude, I take my son there. You were totally in the right. I agree. Dude, that's not right. Dude, no. Like, and that's <laughs> the worst. That's the You're doing what a dad should do. Yeah. And then this kid who gets a little bit of authority that he should have power. Uh. It's like, dude, first of all, kid, why are you even looking? Like, if something <laughs> happens, you shouldn't even be around to help. Yeah. Like, you're at best negligent. Yeah. Like, why are you doing your job? I think he went to, like, the insurance seminar the day before, yeah, you know, where the like, insurance... Hey, yeah, hey people, buddy. Yeah, you can't let this happen, and this, you know, we've yeah. seen 12 broken necks, and yeah. and when dads are getting on the trampoline and double-bouncing their kid. Yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> we have a lot of drunk dads in this area <laughs> who keep jumping on the trampoline. <laughs> They're hurting all these other kids. <laughs> you see this place? This is a no fun area. I, I spotted area. you from a mile away. You were a double bouncer. Right. <laughs> and listen, you're 16. What we want you to do is jump in and start talking crap to a grown man with real problems. <laughs> I think this is going to end well every time. It'll be fine. <laughs>
<laughs> for you and the consumer. So glad I didn't fight him. No, it's very good. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. probably good. Well, we are out of time, unfortunately. Oh, oh, this was thank, too much fun. I know. Dude, dude thank you, you know, so much for coming. Yeah, you got to come back. Seriously, we really so much appreciate fun. it, dude. Yeah. Thank you so Gonna much. Have you come back now? And, uh, yeah, let's throw out a couple of plugs. Uh, you can see me, uh, Mark Release Comedy Castle in Detroit, August third through fifth. But Eddie, uh, you of course you can see him at the DC Comedy Loft on August eighth, August 9th uh, through thirteenth. He'll be at Harris Cherokee Casino in Cherokee, North Carolina, and August twenty fifth through twenty seventh, he'll be at the Comedy Store in La Jolla. California. So go out to all the oh more. Sorry. September one through three. He'll be at the punchline in Atlanta. That's a great room. And you can find all of his tour dates on his website, eddieift.com. Eddie's new special man child is available on Amazon Prime. And his podcast is talking shit with Eddie Ift. Go check it out. You want more? Oh, you want me to <laughs> say more something dates? at this point? No, what else you got? Honestly, you can plug anything because we oh. really want you to get stuff out. Um it was my 10th anniversary two days ago. Happy anniversary. Yeah, dudes. congratulations, man. I Very don't cool. know if that deserves it. You should be doing I mean, 10 years, that's a long no, no. time. 10 years that's is a long time. It's a lake taking a month off. That's going well for you, though. Yeah, yeah. Like That's a good thing, where it's not a giant house on on the mountains. With <laughs> <laughs> the bloody we're, we're actually staying at Gallagher 2's place. <laughs> <laughs> It's a little smaller than Gallagher's, but it's, yeah. it's, it's nothing basically to the same thing, at. though. Got a great patch in the back. <laughs> <laughs> His are seedless. Oh, wow. Yeah. I prefer them. <laughs> Wouldn't it find funny if his poster said that? Seedless. <laughs> don't need to wear protective eyewear. You don't have to wear. Gallagher, too, uses only organic. Seedless. <laughs> You're going to be getting hit with some experiment-raised melons. <laughs> It's it's non-human biologics. No pesticides. <laughs> <laughs> and well, Jared, where can we see you? Hey, I'm going to be on uh, Friday Night Tights, as always, on Neurotic Channel tomorrow. So go check it out. It's going to be fun. So check out Eddie Ift on all his tour dates. Wait. Check, what, what? Sorry. Do it. More? More? Do it. That's huh? all. We like to end the show with a, an awkward moment. <laughs> oh, let what us you, just you ask mean? you one more question. 